Good afternoon, it's 12 o'clock and welcome to the Money Web at Midday Show. My name is Raik Vanikak. Most international markets are trading higher this morning, although the JSE seems a bit more cautious, um, and this could be due to a slightly stronger rand, uh, which is cl- inching closer to the 14 rand to the dollar mark. Uh, Naspas also down more than 1%. On the corporate front, Alexander Forbes uh, appointed David de Villiers as its new CEO to replace Andrew Darfour, who was fired last week. And I don't think a company such as Alex Forbes can or would find a, a CEO within such a short period. It's less than a week. So it seems as if a lot happened behind the scenes before Darfur was even fired. The uh, APSA PMI also fell to an 18-month low in August. Uh, and this just underlines the regression of the economic activity in our economy. And it doesn't bode well for any material economic recovery in the third quarter. And I'll speak to Rowan Williams of Nitrogen Fund Managers in a minute about these and other stories. But first, let's look at the indicators. The JSC All Share down 0.07%. Resources down half a percent. Industrials down 0.15%. Financials down, uh, no, financials has uh, gained 0.5%. The gold index down 1.1%. On international markets, the FTSE 100 uh, has gained 0.2%. The DAX 0.7% higher. The CAC 40 uh, 0.3% to the good. The Nikkei earlier in Southeast Asia, the Nikkei gained half a percent. Shanghai up 1%, while the Hang Seng uh, up nearly 0.3%. Let's look at some individual shares that are performing well. Aspen up 4.6%. Clicks has gained 4.4%. Pioneer Foods 3%. Uh, Imperial 2.7%. MTN also 2.3% higher. Uh, on the downside, Northern down 3.3%, Implats uh, 2.5% down, Anglo Gold 1.8%, Bats also down one7 AB Imbef 1.7%, so uh, the big hitters are a bit under pressure, Naspas uh, 1.2% currently. Let's look at the currencies, the uh, Rand is trading at 14 Rand and 7 cents against the US dollar, 18 Rand 37 against the pound, 16.35 against the euro. The euro is trading at $1.16 and the pound at $1.30. Uh, Bitcoin is trading at, trading at $6,612 or 98,600 Rand. Gold is trading at $1,185. Platinum at $812. Brent crude uh, up another another 0.4% currently standing at $83.15. On the capital market, the R186 is at 9.01%. Well, uh, Rowan Williams uh, of Nitrogen Fund Managers is on the line. Uh, Rowan, welcome to the show. Alexander Forbes appointed a new CEO in less than a week after they fired uh, Andrew Darfour. Um, the share price uh, has reacted positively. It's up nearly 7%. What do you make of this? Yes, uh, it is an interesting development. I think, uh, yeah, it was a bit surprising last week uh, seeing the sort of sudden uh, removal of uh, Andrew Dufour as the CEO. And uh, as you were indicating, uh, it does appear that uh, something yeah, had been uh, in the works uh, behind the scenes that uh, I think this is a very credible appointment and a very positive appointment uh, for Alexander Forbes in the form of a very experienced uh, executive, particularly in the employee benefit space coming from 
well-respected Sunlam stable. So I think it is positive, but yeah, it does indicate, I think, that uh, there was some preparation that had taken place. Yeah, he has been uh, at Sunlam since 1993, so one of those career uh, individuals at Sunlam. He was a CEO of Sunlam Structured Solutions and also CEO of Sunlam Employee Benefits. Um, but, uh, you know, it, it begs the question, do you think uh, he's the man to actually execute the, the pretty decent strategy of, of Alexander Forbes, uh, which Andrew Defour couldn't? Yeah, well, uh, obviously, um, uh, ARC uh, indicated they'd been fairly vocal uh, in the uh, replacement, uh, what has transpired to be the replacement uh, by a, a Sunlam or previous Sunlam executive, and we do know the relationship uh, there as well. So it looks like uh, ARC possibly tapping its network uh, to uh, find a, a replacement. Look, uh, I guess time will tell. I think uh, the strategy, as you mentioned, looked reasonable. Maybe the execution, they weren't happy with uh, some of the uh, personnel appointments as well. Um, possibly a, a local manager who's got a better understanding, maybe appreciation of uh, the, the local environment, I think would be better suited for Alexander Forbes, and that's uh, who's, who they've got running the show now. Yeah. Um, the APSA PMI also fell to an 18-month low in August. Uh, now, I never really, you know, take, uh, you know, take it. This PMI is not always the best indicator, but uh, the magnitude of the drop is significant. It is at an 18-month low, and it really suggests that uh, the economy in the third quarter did not perform well. Of course, we are in a technical recession after the first two quarters showed negative growth, um, and and uh, this, of course, does not bode well for the rest of the year, and economic growth is what we so desperately need. Yeah, so it is quite concerning. It is uh, somewhat of a leading indicator as well. So um, if we were anticipating or hoping for any sort of pickup in the economy after yeah, the very uh, weak first two quarters that we've had, this seems to indicate otherwise. I think what you are seeing is... Uh, government being quite concerned, obviously, uh, uh, implementing or instituting the stimulus package. Uh, I think, yeah, um, and all the other indicators that we're seeing, consumer-based indicators indicating uh, uh, quite a significant slowdown, and I think the even revised downwards GDP growth numbers that we're seeing, um, yeah, may difficult to achieve uh, this 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 year and add to that the record high fuel price we'll see on mm. wednesday and that's uh, you know the manufacturing industry will definitely be one of the industries that will be the hardest hit yeah so that is quite concerning i know government uh, attempted to sort of delay the inevitable last month but uh, what we're seeing is a one rand uh, general increase in the price of petrol on 3rd of October. Very negative. We do know how important the consumer is uh, to our economy. So, uh, yeah, a, a low point and unfortunately in the short term, uh, barring, I guess, stimulus and, and, and some sort of intervention, uh, we can't see a, a change in the trajectory, which is concerning. Yeah. Um, some good news, um, maybe that is a matter of perspective, is the rand, you know, uh, maybe approaching 14 rand to the dollar, uh, which uh, for many of these, uh, you know, imported products uh, would be positive um, and may even benefit the the fuel price in uh, in the next month. Um, and that is the, uh, if we see a slightly stronger rand and maybe it's seeing it a lot stronger than what we currently see. 
Yes, uh, I think that is quite positive. We did uh, um, see some good trade figures uh, out on Friday. So, and um, yeah, the, obviously the feed-through loop in terms of uh, a weaker end and, and increasing inflation is is what would be worrying. And I guess getting into some sort of stagflation type situation. I think we have seen inflation fairly benign, and uh, the stronger rand will obviously moderate uh, the rand-based uh, oil price increases, which. Uh, could sort of just stem the, the the continued increases that we're seeing. So I think that is positive. I think uh, yeah, some of the concerns and the the rand selling off so uh, strongly uh, have been quelled. And yeah, hopefully we will see a stronger rand, which uh, yeah could uh, just improve the, the the overall outlook. But looking at the major indices on the JSE, they are all in red except the the financial. Um, sector um, and this is in an environment where there seems to be quite you know positive investor sentiment all the significant foreign uh, uh, indices or leading indices are trading higher is this another case where when the rand weakens the hedges doesn't react but when it strengthens they do yeah, I think we uh, it is part of it because uh, obviously when uh, the rand is weakening, uh, there could be uh, that could be driven by um, global sort of risk uh, of concerns. So you are seeing share prices go down globally, uh, the rand weakening, and uh, yeah, so the rand hedge is not performing. But as the rand strengthens, so they come down, which uh, makes it quite difficult for the JSE to perform. So it is very sector dependent. Uh, a stronger rand, uh, as we said inflation positive and then that'll be good for financials. So we are seeing this sort of duality in the market uh, depending partly on the direction of the rand. Yeah, but we'll continue to see volatility and uh, maybe that is the the new normal. (laughs) I think in the short term certainly um, uh, globally markets sort of are holding up quite well. We have seen uh, US rates uh, hardening and I think uh, that's uh, the forecast going forward. So it's going to put a lid on any sort of major price of appreciation. So some of this currency volatility that you mentioned for feeding back into um, share price uh, volatility, and I do think we will be range-bound with volatility for the, yeah, the, for the medium term at least. We'll have to leave it there. Thank you, Rowan. That was Rowan Williams. He is from Nitrogen Fund Managers. And that's it for this Monday edition of the MoneyWeb at Midday Show from myself, Rijk van Kerk, and the MoneyWeb team. Thanks for tuning in. 